It's the Dirty Dana and Tasty Tennille Show, not your average mom's podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How was your weekend? I'm all everybody. Who the fuck are you? Where's all your friends? <laughs> they're you got all friends in, in here? They're all invisible. These are all my invisible friends. Right. Yeah. Don't you have invisible friends? No. Um, I have a lot of them. Or maybe it's just me and my multi-personalities I talk to. Oh my God. Today I was picking up COVID at school and there was this guy standing by a tree just like talking like and like using his hands. And I was like, oh my God, that guy's crazy. Like, should I tell the principal there's a crazy guy? And I pull up and he has earbuds in. I was like, oh, oh my yeah. God, he's That punks me all the time. <laughs> I was like, oh, hi, 2000. Yeah, when people are walking in the store or something and they're like talking and you're like, what? And they're like, I'm not talking to you. Well, <laughs> then take out the fucking earbuds. Yeah. Like seriously, because I think you're talking to me. Right. Rude. I have earbuds, but I hate things in my ears. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't use them. Yeah, I don't use mine either. So, listen, I had a thought, because mm-hmm. I went to a funeral, and um, my I have a, <laughs> I have last, my last wishes. Do you have your last wishes Absolutely. of what you want? I don't know if I have my, yeah, I do. Like, how you want your funeral to be? Mm-hmm. Do you? I want to hear it. Absolutely. Because I want to tell you mine. Mine's nuts, but I'll let you go first. I want the theme song to be Another One Bites the Dust. Oh, okay. And Another One Bites and Another One Bites. Okay, so my one of my counseling people, mm-hmm. her husband passed away a year ago. Mm-hmm. Played that at the cemetery. No way. Dead serious. <laughs> dead serious. <laughs> I'm serious. I want that. No, dead and serious. I don't. I want a party. Yeah. Like, they're, I want kegs. They're bars. called wakes. When you have a party to celebrate oh. life. Well, in the South, they're called wakes. So I want, like, men strippers. Oh, nice. Yeah. I want, like, a full-blown tasty chenille party <laughs> with tons, because I'm never going to get married, and flowers are, like, my favorite mm-hmm. thing. Obviously, I'm covered in them. I want tons and tons and tons of flowers, and then, like, a keg, an open bar, really good fucking food, and everybody just to have fun. Nice. That's what I want. And then cremate me and throw me in a pile of dicks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I, just, I got choked up. <laughs> oh, that's the last thing I want to be doing mm. in my final moments. Or Lake Powell. I love Lake Powell, too. So just, but there's so many dead people in Lake Powell. That's so gross. It's, I won't even go there anymore. I got a vampire facelift yesterday, and my freaking face is hurting. Yeah. Looks good, though. Hey, Lake Mead has been going down. More? Oh, and all the bodies are floating (laughs) to the top. The mobsters. Well, seriously, like, back in, like, early Vegas days, literally, that's where everybody dumped people. Yeah, I can't remember if it was my dad. I think... I think it was my dad or my grandpa. One of them told me that they used to, went back in the day-day when they started building homes here, they'd pull up dead bones all the time that had been buried around yeah, here. Yeah, that's weird. It could have been Indians. It could have been, you know, because the Mormon massacre up there. Pioneers. Yeah. You're on the road. Nah, just dig a ditch. Dig a ditch. <laughs> dig a hole. Right. Okay, so here, like, I've told my kids how I want my funeral to go. How's that? Well, so I don't want a religious funeral. Mm-hmm. I said if if my funeral turns into like um, a ser- sermon, I will burn the place down. Seriously, a I, what? 
a sermon, What's like a that? church sermon. Oh God! Where they talk about you know, I will whatever. Make, Dana, if you die before me, I will make sure that doesn't happen. Thank you, because I will literally blow the place up. Yeah. Because I I don't want it. Like I mean, I'm not conceited. Right. I do have an ego, but I'm not conceited. But so like I want my funeral. I want everyone to just get up and tell stupid, crazy stories about me and what, like what I did. Yeah, that's what I want too. Crazy stories. Yeah. I want people laughing and having a good time and right. thinking I'm stupid. And being drunk. I want everyone so drunk they all black out and make really bad decisions like I have my whole life. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so then oh, I, what? there's a song uh-huh. <clears throat> from Babyface. It's called Standing Ovation. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to take their phones and turn on their flashlights, and I want them to play that song. Like I want it to blast it. And if you, if you know, like baby you're at face a concert, is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if Babyface is still alive, I want everybody to like set up a GoFundMe or pull a, a money bag to get Babyface to come perform at my funeral. Cause I, I fucking love that dude. Seriously, Real? yeah, I do. I love him. But it's standing ovation, and it's all about me. Yeah. And so I want everybody to be like, rock on, you know, mm-hmm. encore. Encore. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. But um, when, um, and literally, I asked a mortician this, mm-hmm. okay? Because I've done some research. Um, because, and, and if this is a trigger for anybody, turn it off here, okay? But um, your mouth, like they, they glue it shut. Mm-hmm. I want my mouth to be open. Oh God, no! Fuck that. No, I, I want it. Want... I want it to be like an O. Wait, like... are you having an open casket? Fuck yeah! Oh, that's disgusting. No, I'll tell you why. I'm not going. Yeah, you will. No, bullshit. I will not go to an open casket. Anything trauma? Well, you, uh, girl, you can like wa- not go through the line. Yeah, but I... whatever. But no, so <laughs> like, I want my mouth to be open. Like I'm saying, oh. Like, oh, shit, I'm like dead. Like a given head or what? No, like, oh, shit, I'm dead. Like, oh, damn, that, and I want... Can't so, we just put, like, a sign in there? No, no, because I want my mouth to be open, and then I want my left arm, because do not cross my arms like I'm fucking praying or shit. I mean, I do pray, but I do not want the typical... How do they do it? They they put your... No, like, this is Mormon like stuff. This, like one... No. no, they put their hands like this on Whatever. the top. Whatever, but... So you I do can not see the wedding band. I don't want my arms crossed. I want my left arm coming up with my fingers over my mouth because my mouth is open. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like oh like oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did ask her if because your eyes are open and they seal them shut. Mm-hmm. If they would leave my eyes open mm-hmm. and just put contacts in Mm-mm. so that it doesn't look like I'm staring into dead space. Mm-mm. Okay. So she's getting back to me on that one if they would actually do that. But, so I want one hand up over my mouth, like I'm surprised that I'm fucking dead. Do you have this written down? Um, well, I have told all of my fucking kids. Okay. They all think I'm crazy, but it's what I want. Right. And, and right now we're recording it, so it's all, it's going to be all over the internet. So anyway, so I want my left hand over my mouth, like I'm surprised I'm fucking dead. And then I want my right arm up, Mm -hmm. so like I'm giving someone a high five. Because I want everybody to walk by my casket and high five me, oh. like bitch, you lived a great life. Pam, high five. Yeah, your 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 hand will snap off. Well, if it does, it doesn't it's matter. It's frozen. I'm dead. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it'd be so like ping. That might be a challenge to see how Ooh, many people can like high a, five me. Put a what are those? A swinging hound. No. A hinge. 
Yeah, like a hinge. <laughs> hinge but, my like, arm up. But like what you, when you hit the door and it goes back and hits something, so oh, it bounce um, back up. a door stopper. Boom. So an arm stopper. Boom. Or a spring. I'm looking for a spring. Oh, spring. You're a looking spring. for a spring. That's what I was looking for. You got a spring. A spring on your arm to make it so when they give you a high five and it snaps off, that it goes right back up. Yeah. And we could see how many people it would take to like, you know, maybe when they go to the fair and they punch the punching bag and that it is, comes back. It's That's too much. No, it's not. It's too much. I'm too much. But so look, I have a very specific outfit I want to wear. Oh. Because I want to be like in the sequins, diamond, silvery, gold, either gold or silver. I don't care. They're both might let it better sparkle like the top of the Chrysler fucking building. Like you, I want to be seen from outer space, okay? Like just blinged the fuck out with the red high heels. Like red high heels because I can't really walk in high heels but I can die in red heels. Yeah. Okay? Then I better have a crown on and a big ass crown too. Okay, then there's this guy and his name's Auntie something. I can't freaking remember off the top of my head because I'm special today. But anyway, um, he actually lives in Utah and he's a cross dresser. Like, so he does drag makeup. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. I want him to do my drag makeup. I want like freaking glitter eyeshadow. I want red lipstick. I wow. want to be fucking. I want to go out in flames. You want to go out as a drag queen? Yeah, literally. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I guess I guess so. Yeah, that's definitely not how I want to go okay. out. And then my casket, when they take me to the cemetery, okay, mm-hmm. um, I want them to sprinkle... When like, you die, you won't even be able to bury people. Everyone what? will be burned. They're going to get rid of all that shit. The world's... There's... Yeah, they're going to... Well... Yeah. You're, oh, you're, I'm like... Because I burned down the chapel? Is that what... Because I don't want it. I... Man, my funeral will probably be held in a stadium, honestly. Dude, my ex aunt. <laughs> so my my dad's brother Ronnie, his wife, he's Ronnie's dead too, but his wife just died last year. Guess where they had her funeral? Where? At the Beaver Dam Bar. Wow. <laughs> Not kidding. I'm not kidding wow. right now. That is real life. Well, my hey, aunt you want everybody to get drunk, so maybe that's the place for you. No, I want a classy, like maybe at the, I don't know, somewhere. Some place that sells The Cosmopolitan. Champagne. Not really champagne. <coughs> Vodka Red Bull or something. <laughs> Jaeger, Jaeger Red Bull. I want people to black out and do bad decisions. Make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've done that my whole life. Yeah. That's a good way to remember me. Well, and then get drunk as shit and get up and, and talk to everyone. All my parents would die. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, well, you so- know what though pisses me off though? My brother died when he was 22. Mm-hmm. He was working at a strip club. He died chasing his stripper girlfriend and wrecked on his motorcycle, right? And they had his funeral at a fucking Mormon church because my grandparents are Mormon. Hmm. They put on his fucking headstone that he is Mormon. I'm like, there was nothing nor- Mormon about my brother. I'm like, you put that shit. I took you mean my nothing religious. Mormon. No, I know religious. Okay, there was nothing religious yeah. about my brother because we support everybody to you know, uh, what is it? Uh, believe or support whatever. I don't support do. any organized no, religion. No, I know, but no, and. Neither do I, but I support their right to believe whatever oh, they, yeah. they want. So. People can believe all that dumb shit. Yeah. I anyway. don't care, but <laughs> why the fuck would they have my brother's 
funeral. Well, because obviously your brother didn't pay for it. <laughs> no, my grandpa did, but I, I, I planned it. It was still twenty thousand dollars. That's insane. Funerals are expensive. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So look, I want them to get me the cheapest casket ever. Okay. Yeah. And I want them to paint it with like um, glue or something. Mm-hmm. And instead of people throwing like roses or putting roses all over the freaking casket, mm-hmm. I want everybody to be given glitter. And I want everybody to just sprinkle glitter all over my casket. Chris Jenner is, well, is, did she switch it to Kardashian? I don't know. Chris, I don't know. Yeah. Um, she is getting her ashes made into a diamond. I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, because they actually do that. I know. I wouldn't mind doing that with my ashes. You you can now do that with, like, any type of, like, um, like they have those big, like, spheres that you can mix things in or necklaces or different things like that that you can mm-hmm. mix in. It's like glass art. Mm-hmm. But how do you get it in a diamond when a diamond is already, like, I mean, a diamond. I'm pretty sure they probably drill into the diamond and put her ashes oh, in okay. it. I You'd have to drill in. Yeah, you'd have to, but I don't know. But, yeah, I watched because I, I love the Kardashians. They're my girls. <laughs> okay. No, really. That's where we They differ. are some boss bitches. Yeah, but I, yeah. They are some boss bitches. I don't care what anyone says. They are some boss bitches. And everyone's like, oh, they got famous because of a porn. <laughs> that Kim and Wait, there was Reggie. a real one? Yeah, that was a real thing. And that's how they got famous. But that's not true. It, wow. Do you know how many people put out porn, porn videos and get famous? Like, nobody. <laughs> But Kim Kardashian. I haven't. Yeah, no. Never done one. No, I ever. Would, I would never do a never. porn. I've never even been filmed. Me neither. I wouldn't. No. Mm-mm. Same. No. I've been asked to be filmed, and I'm like, I don't want to see that shit on video. That's weird. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Weird. A lot of people do that, though. Yeah, crazy. Again, no judgment. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone. I'm sorry, my voice is... I'm just starting to get it back, so... I'm getting a sore throat now. Uh-oh. I haven't had a sore throat. I just yelled too much. Yeah. But, I, you know... My throat's being all weird. Yeah, and then I went to the cabin, and the the elevation, the change in pressure, kind of made me, like, congested, mm-hmm. but I still feel fine. Yeah. Every time I go, like, to Duck Creek or, like, up in the high, I always get sick for some reason. Yeah. Every it's, time. It's the altitude. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad you brought up the Kardashians. Yeah, why? <laughs> why? You're like, yeah, why? I know everything why? about them. Okay, because one, like, one thing that I want to talk about tonight, because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, we, I definitely have my funeral plans, mm-hmm. and I want them fulfilled. Right. But one thing I want to talk about is, like, um, taking risks in life, mm-hmm. you know, because, um... Like, like I, Kanye. Are you talking about Kanye West? He's crazy no. as fuck, but he one is. of the smartest men you'll ever meet. Right? And I, I, I know everybody has an issue. A lot of people have issues with Kanye, but, you know, I fuck with him. He's I cool. love, Dude, I follow him on Instagram. When he's on, he gets kicked off every other day. Right. Because he just blasts everything about yeah. everyone. It's but hilarious. But you know what? Um, so, like, I think you have to be a little bit crazy. And if you go to our TikTok, I did a... A TikTok video about being crazy. Mm-hmm. That like everyone like to be successful in life, you have you, to take. Chances. You have to be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to take risks and chances. I mean, and sometimes that works, and then sometimes it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't work, you learn something, right? Yeah. So 
my counselor made me read a book. It was called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. And anyone with good self-esteem or confidence, did you know that they will claim bankruptcy up to seven times in a lifetime? Because only someone with self-esteem and confidence take risk. And oh. yeah, like it was. So there's a correlation to high self-esteem and bankruptcy. Yep. That's interesting. And like, and, and I it, got it a says, few more to go. <laughs> it says Donald Trump has claimed bankruptcy so like five times or something. Like, so I'm not sure what it, I can't remember what it said, but I was like, wow. And like my uncle, he's rich as shit. And he's claimed b- bankruptcy a couple times. So I've I know, never claimed, I'm still poor. I I've had never a, claimed. a client, okay. And um, her and her husband used to do that. Like, they used to, like, just live, live life. and then claim bankruptcy. Yeah. And I, to me, that's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, you know, work work for what you got, whatever. But, right. you know, I, I try to live within my means. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work. But um, that's interesting that people I don't have means. The more money I make, the more money I spend. Well, more money, more problems. More money, more problems, mo hoes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, my throat is so dry. Um, I have a Diet Mountain Dew right there. I got my uh, Diet Dr. Pepper, too. All right. So, yeah, being a little crazy, I think, shows confidence, too. Absolutely. Because if you're crazy, like my ex, he was crazy, but he had no confidence, so he was just quiet and weird and never wanted to leave the house. Well, there's, I think, different levels of crazy. Mm-hmm. That might be mental crazy. Oh, he was mentally ill. Because, like, I'm on a different level of crazy. Right. So, like, I I mean, look how many risks I've taken in my life. You've taken a lot. Yeah. And most of them have panned out. Right. You know? See, and I'm scared. I get comfortable, and I'm just like, I'm just going to stay right where I'm at. I'm comfortable. But now you, you like will open a salon, close a salon, buy another salon, open a salon, close a salon, buy another one, start a podcast. (laughs) I mean, you do start an online boutique. I mean, you know, there's a lot of shit I've done. Yeah, you've done a lot of stuff, and I don't. I always have the ideas, and I tell them to you, and you start them. Oh God, this podcast. So (laughs) my vision was like six, seven years ago. When I was Mine in my too. in my master's degree, when to do I was, a podcast, yeah. Oh, and I and so I actually started it, but I haven't had. I mean, not started it, but started the idea of it, of um, you know, because I kind of wanted. Well, when I was in my master's degree, I wanted to save the world, make everybody happy, you know, fix everybody's fucking issues, whatever. Now I'm like reality sits in. I've been a therapist probably four years and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I just want to survive this week. I mean, it's fucking weird. So like my, um, uh, ideas and plans changed. And then when I was talking to you about it, I mean, Tanil was literally doing my hair and I'm like, girl, I want to do a podcast. She's like, so do I. I'm like, oh my God, let's do it together. And so I'm like, okay, let's get it together. And Pam within like what a weekend, two weeks we were going. Yeah, but we had everything, like, put together put, put pretty together. much in a, yeah. less than a week. No, in, like, three days. Yeah, I know, because that's how I roll. Right. Like, I, I don't... I was like, whoa, 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 let's make sure we're doing this shit right. And you're like, I got it, I got it, I got it. I said, you already committed. And then and, <laughs> and then she's like, um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then she takes a day off, and she's like, I got us on this platform, this platform, but... And I'm sitting at work like, what the fuck? She's just killing it today. Yeah, well, what what's interesting is because I, I seldom take days off. 
Yeah. You know, I work hard and then I'll play hard or rest hard for a weekend. And that's usually like two days, maybe two and a half days. But um, yeah, I wasn't feeling very good. And I, I was like, I had a slow day at the salon. And I was like, you know what, Dana, you deserve a mental health day. So take it. So I did. And one thing about me is like, I'm up every morning from like 3 to 4.30. Every morning. Why? Because it's the witching hours. <laughs> I don't right. know. I, I wake up and I'm up for an hour, hour and a half, and then I go back to bed. Wow. It's weird. Every bloody day. Really? Yeah. And so I get a lot done in that hour and a half. In your so, head? Do you no, get out like of bed? in real life, yeah. Well, you I get mean, out of bed and do depends. things? Because let me tell I you what I did. I just pull out my vibrator and go back to bed. He would. But no, <laughs> that's what makes us I'm sure different. she does too. That's why we're on so many platforms. Because at 3.13, when I woke up in the morning, I was like, oh, hey, let me check out Stitcher. Okay, Pam, done. Okay, let me make sure we're on Apple Podcast. Bam, done. I thought that was in the afternoon you were doing all no, that. No, I just text you because I know you don't wake up later. I was like, does Cove have school today? Okay, she'll be up a little bit earlier. I wake but up every you morning at 7.30. text you at 3 o'clock in the morning and Definitely be like... Definitely not. You exactly. would never get a response. Exactly. And I didn't need a response. But, so I got up, I did some things that day. And then I... I mean, it was... That was a weird day for me. But I got a lot accomplished. Mm -hmm. But I have to be careful about what I do between 3 and 4.30. Because the other day, I logged on and I'm paying all my bills. Okay? So, like, I paid my phone bill. I paid my car insurance. I paid, like, two credit cards. Maybe three credit cards. I don't freaking know. So, I'm, I'm paying them. And then I'm sitting there going, wait, what account did I pay them from? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, I'm... I'm trying to go back to see. So I had to recreate like I was making another payment because I have multiple accounts. And I'm like, well, I usually try to put it in this one because I have cash back. So, you know, if, if I can put everything on that, I get cash back. Smart, right? Right. Like, I don't know what I did. So I got to I got to quit paying bills in the middle of the night because I, I can't keep track. Yeah. I can't keep track. Of I that just shit. have everything. But it all worked out because it all came out of the right account. I mean, I did have to make a couple transfers, but I was like, where did I put this? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I had no idea. Yeah. And usually I'm like really good about that, but no, I can't do shit like that three o'clock in the morning. But yeah, yeah so I, I mean, those, those are some of my best hours. Three o'clock in the morning, I might wake up for a quickie and go back to sleep if there's a guy in my bed. Yeah, well. Which that normally doesn't happen. That's the only thing I want to do at 3 a.m. No, I get everything done. I'll even, I've even got a, I've taken a bath and a shower and gone back to bed. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. I have no, no need or want. <clears throat> but I am crazy. Yeah. But maybe that says something because I read an article. Do you have an ADHD? I swear. Yeah, I'm self-diagnosed. <laughs> I think you do. No, I really do. Because your brain never stops. No. You know, I have a client. She's really cool. Very smart. But while she's sitting in my chair, she'll tell me like 10 different business plan business plans every time. And they're different every time she sits in my chair. Weird. Yeah, it's crazy. All she thinks about is making money, making money, making money, making money. I'm like, I should have married you. Right? Yeah. Well, years ago, way before Donald Trump was like really, you know, the president or anything like this. This was probably like 20 something years ago. I watched an interview with him. And he's like, I get like four hours of sleep a night, mm -hmm. maybe five. Right. 
And I was like, so do I. Because, like, I'll go to bed at, like, 12, 1, 2. I'm up. I go back to sleep. I'm back up. You know, and I'm up early. Yeah. And so I'm like, I get, like, four or five hours of sleep. Maybe that's what makes me so successful, too. <laughs> Maybe. But I was like, if Donald Trump can do it, like, there's probably nothing wrong with it. And then, like, Einstein... Yeah. He got like 45 hours. I mean, 45 hours, 45 minutes of sleep. And look wow. how brilliant he was. That's so what? Weird. So all these people that are like taking all these hours to sleep, uh-huh. they're probably just being lazier. Oh, or like not. I'm an eight doing hour. Their I have to have eight hours, or else yeah. I don't. But I feel hungover if I don't have eight but hours. But if you get too much sleep, you're more tired. Yeah, that's when I sleep for like 10 hours. Yeah. So I mean, you know. That's just how I roll. I mean, I'll get up and I'll clean the house or do laundry. I've done laundry in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And then go back to bed. Hang it up. Go back to bed. I wonder how many business plans Donald Trump has had. And how many he's done and how many Probably has been a lot. Prof- prof- profitable. A lot. Well, they say that the, the average millionaire, and I mean, the, back in the day it was millionaire. But now, now it's, it's probably billionaire. billionaire um, has seven different avenues of income. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, that's not just one business. That's right. probably seven, at least seven different avenues to stream income in. Right. Yeah. To maintain that. Right. So what does that say? He's probably had a shitload. I wish they had seven different avenues of income. Well, create them. Yeah. You've got one. One. Two. I got my son. <laughs> So there's two. I get child support. Okay. I've got two. Two. Okay. And that's all I got is two. Well, that's a start. Two. But it's like, it's understanding where you are and where you want to go and then start reaching for that. Right. That's where the crazy video comes. Go to TikTok. Follow us, uh, Dirty Data and Tasty to Know, and and watch that video because this is a motivational speaker talking about. Who is it? I don't know his name. Oh. But my nose is clogged. <coughs> There's Sorry. paper towels behind you. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to blow it. I just need to, like, get and release the pressure or something. Oh, do you have allergies? Yeah. And right then now. pollen's going around. But I've been taking silver. I love silver. That is oh, I like silver, life. too. Actually, when I was infected, oh, what was it? I can't remember. I almost went septic, though. And yeah, colloidal silver will take care of that. Yeah, and I took silver. I'm not a doctor, but it's just what I use. Right. So. Yeah, I took silver, and then I'd also I had an infected sore. So I have, um, I have, the one I just ordered is 500 parts per million mm-hmm. of silver, and so that's how many silver molecules are or in particles it. are in that just one, you know. And there is, um, which I'm getting ready to order, so it's highly, highly concentrated, is 10,000 10, parts per million. Wow. And so it's, I'm, I mean, hello, that will knock anything out. Because I had, like, this sore on my stomach, and I opened it up, and I put some drops of silver in it. And, like, the red spot on my stomach was, like, probably five, six inches, or, like, in a round circle, mm-hmm. within, like, minutes that went all the way down and condensed just to where that hole was wow. and healed it up. And that's when that I would, helped mine. Well, too. when I was going to the wound clinic after my body lift, 
Yeah. Like, I went to the wound clinic for four freaking months. I just think he had a crush on me. Because I like guns and cars, and so we made a connection. And he was seeing me naked every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Oh. Pretty much. I won't say his name, but he was hot. Not going to lie. I, I wasn't mad. Maybe I need to go to the wound clinic. Yeah. He he is married, but hello, oh. he was hot. And then I had all the male nurses, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one female nurse. but And he thought I was, like, full of shit because he was like, well, what's your favorite car? And I'm like, oh, well, uh, the craziest car is a 1967 Chevelle. And he's like, what? I said, yeah, my dad had one. And I was 16 driving that. I scared the shit out of me. It had so much power. Really? And then I was short, so I couldn't get, like, the seat all the way up. So put- I'd put my backpack and stuff behind me <laughs> to hold me up, and I'm on the freeway hoping I don't die because it had so much power. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but, yeah, anyway. And then he had a... Uh, I think it was a 49 a hard top convertible Austin Healey. Okay, 49. Yeah. And it had a push start. What the fuck? Push start was invented a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah, so then why did they go to the key? Oh, yeah, because it used to have the push yeah, where you, you would put it. it in push to drive park, all of that, too. Well, this one just had a push start. Because my grandpa had an Edsel. Yeah. And on the steering wheel, you would push the buttons, like park, drive, da 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 da. Yeah, all the yeah, way back then. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. I my dad had an old Dodge. It was super old, but it was one you had to pump the brakes, pump the clutch, uh, go like that. And my a car. Stick? No, but it was like a pump. It was so old yeah. that you had to pump everything because it wasn't like a... But you were moving your hand like you were moving a gear shift. Oh, yeah. And then you'd have to change the, <laughs> the gears with the gear shift. But um, that was fun. So, I put all my Polynesian friends in there in high school on spring break. And we'd go down the boulevard. Oh, my God. And they'd make a like literally a band out of the car because it was just metal. Yeah. You can't do that now. No. So I have the funniest story. So when I was in high school, well, um, I was 15 and I bought my very first car for my cousin Mm -hmm. and it was a 1977 Datsun 280Z. Fancy back then. Mm -hmm. So me and my dad did a lot of work on the car together and then my brothers were in auto shop at the college Mm -hmm. and they had to paint a car. My car was blue and my brother had I think it was a 69 um, Corvair a convertible Corvair Mm -hmm. and he had just painted it cherry apple red and I was like well I want my my Z to be red and he's like well you can't paint it the same color I did that's I'm not gonna do that and he's like well how about raspberry red so I'm like okay I mean I'm thinking that's like a darker red Mm -hmm. I mean like you look at a raspberry right It's like a pink red. Dude, it's fucking hot pink. (laughs) My car was hot pink. That's awesome. So when I go and I look at my car at the college, I was like, I walked in, I started crying because I am, I was such a tomboy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like a fucking pink Z. You're kidding me. So I wouldn't drive it for like days. And then everyone's like, but that fits you because everybody called me bubbles in high school because I was like bubbly, Mm -hmm. you know, and fun. And so I was like, okay, it kind of fits me. Well... Pink Z's make you a mark for the police. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So, like, when I got my driver's license, I had nine tickets in six months. I lost my driver's license. Oh, wow. Yeah, no shit. I blamed it on my brothers, Officer Prince, who sucks ass. Like, I worked out with him at Megapro. Uh-huh. 
And I'm like, dude, like, you pull me over every other day. Like, seriously. I'm like, how many times can you pull me over? This pink Z. So, you know what my parents gave me? Hmm. A 1979 Dodge van. Oh. No, they called it the Pligrick. The Pligrick. It literally fit, like, 20 people. Oh, one of those big, huge ones. Yes. Okay. And Yeah, and so then they would, like... Literally, like, my house became the new bus stop. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, do you not know that I just got my license back from having nine tickets? And you guys trust... What happened to your pink Z? Um, Well, I mean, I had it for a while. But I couldn't drive it. Mm. Because my parents were like, you know, you're going to, like, lose your license forever. And, I mean, half the time I really wasn't speeding. Right. But I think I was just noticeable. (laughs) So then, because um, I'll tell you um, a story about my Z and how we I transitioned into a rabbit. Okay. Because, like, I, I mean, I literally had to drive that freaking van to school. It was so freaking embarrassing. I bet. Yeah, with all the neighbor kids. Yeah. Anyway. You guys all just hauled out, hauled in. <laughs> it was, yeah, I'm like, whatever. I still rocked it, but, you know, I, I felt like I was the bus driver. Right. But, um, no, so how I officially got my, um, my car taken away. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was my car. Right. I couldn't understand why they took it away. I paid for it. Right. I saved my money. I paid for it. Mm-hmm. But um, down by the college, they had um, this ditch that um, by Hampson Stadium or whatever it's called now. Mm-hmm. But now there's no ditch there now because I think they took that out because of me. But water would run through it. Mm-hmm. And so it was on the lower half, like 600 east. I mean, 600 south and like 700 east. And I would put my back tires in it, in the water. <laughs> and then fishtail. And I'd fishtail all the way down to see how far I could go. Oh, wow. Like, I was a bad kid. Yeah. I was just wild and didn't give zero fucks. And so anyway, I didn't know that there was a burglary call in the neighborhood. Oh. And so there were cops all over the neighborhood looking for somebody and here I'm fishtailing by the college oh shit they pulled me over they followed me home they called my dad and said Mr. Maxwell if she comes out again then we're just going to arrest her I was like 16 at the time so anyway I waited for my parents to get done with the police and then I snuck out my window and I drove the rabbit into town What's the rabbit? Oh, the van? No, the rabbit. Like, those little tiny rabbits. I don't know what that is. Volkswagen rabbit. Oh, okay. It went like 45 miles an hour on the freeway. Took me forever. And I could only fit three in the back and one in the front. So I couldn't fit all my friends. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so I was punished a lot. But, you know, it is what it is. And then I was even in the yearbook. And you know what? Jenny... I'm not going to say your last name, but I didn't even realize this till later mm-hmm. that she did. She was on the yearbook committee and she put a picture of me in my car and then knocking me for having so many tickets and losing my license in the fucking yearbook. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fucking snatch. That's crazy. Yeah. I, had, I had a Toyota Corolla. Oh, Nice. When I turned 16, it was my stepmom's car. I got that. My brother got to pick his car. He got a Ford Bronco. Oh. Yeah. Well, I wanted a Pinto. I mean, you know, because I I just wanted to be different. I wanted a Pinto. 
You don't know what a two-seater or something? No, it was a four-seater, but um, my sister-in-law had a Pinto, and it was, like, the ugliest orange, and I really wanted it. But, you know, if you don't know what a Pinto is, Google it. It's kind of crazy. A Pinto? Yeah, a Pinto, but my brother had a Corolla. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I took out the side trying to... I was 15. I took it to go take my friend home without his permission. I don't know how many times I blew the engine in that Corolla. My dad would, I'd blow the engine, my dad would fix it, I'd blow it again, my dad would fix it. Well, I was good at wrecking cars. Yeah. And then, and then I got, my dad had a BMW, a two-door BMW, and I got that, and then I blew the engine in that as well. Good job. Yeah. Like I've every, never blown an engine. Yeah. That I means have. you didn't check the oil and maintain it. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that shit. My dad was a mechanic, kind of. Kind of. Well, he should have done that, taught you. Right? Yeah. I kind of know now. Yeah. No, my dad, before I could even get my license, okay, I had to change a tire. I had to change oil and my brake pads. Like, mm-hmm. literally, my friends would call me to change their brake pads. Wow. And then my friend Tanya, she had a, a Cougar car mm-hmm. and we were working at the Holiday Inn together and her rack and pinion went out on our car. Now this is back in the I 90s. I don't even know what a rack and pinion is. Well it's, it's the part that goes underneath your car and goes up to the steering column Okay. and so it controls the tires like you know like the axle mm. so um, it controls your, how your steering, the front end steering goes mm-hmm. okay and so back in the 90s it was like eight nine hundred dollars to fix it and that was like a lot. That's probably like three, four thousand dollars now in our money. Oh yeah, for sure. So we were like, I was like, girl, we can do this. Yeah. So we drove to Vegas to pick apart. Like it's. Oh yeah, my dad those, used to go down there. Yeah, all it's the time one of those too. places that you can go pick parts off wrecked cars. Yeah, like a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. So we went down. We pulled this rack and pinion off this Cougar. We bring it back, and I'm on my dad's basketball court putting it on. My dad comes home and he's like, what are you doing? I said, well, we just changed the rack and pinion. Now, this is before Google. This is before YouTube. This is before all this shit. And he's like, how did you know to do that? And I'm like, well, I went and I asked the guys at Pickbart to show me what a rack and pinion was. And then I pulled that off. And then I just matched it up <laughs> on the fucking car. And then my dad's like, well, you need to align it. So he helped us align it so that, you know, because you have to align the... Um, whatever the, the, the things that the brake pads go on, rotors and shit, mm-hmm. the front end. Mm-hmm. So he helped us align it. Hmm. But we saved eight nine hundred dollars by doing it yeah. in one afternoon. Yeah. More than I made, I think. Back then, I was like three four dollars an hour for minimum wage. Oh my gosh, my first job, I think it was like three thirteen. My first job at Carl's Junior wiping tables. Sad. Yeah. My first job, my first official job was McDonald's. Really? (laughs) I worked at McDonald's too for a little while, and then I went to Pizza Hut. Well, so McDonald's would always like, um... (laughs) And I think I made $5.35 at McDonald's. No, so like at McDonald's they would put, um, like the food, they would make like 20 hamburgers or cheeseburgers for rushes or whatever, and so it made the food And then they'd go bad. So, well, like they had like a 10-minute timer right or like so you'd have to throw it away yeah and so sometimes i would overcook and then tell my friends to come in because we're throwing food i away. did that every night i worked with my yeah. brother all of his friends they and frowned my brother on would that. come they didn't like that very well oh really yeah i just put it in bags and give it to them they never said anything yeah, to me well, anyway they, mm. they did they didn't like it 
But anyway. <laughs> I'm like, what's the difference between giving it to someone and throwing it in the garbage? Thank you. You know? Because they were hungry These are college s- students, yeah. too. Yeah. They I were starving college yeah. ch- kids. Yep. Shit. College kids don't starve these days. Uh, no, because they have sugar mamas to feed them. No. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a million stories of me being naughty as a teenager. I'm surprised my parents liked me. Did I know they? my well, I know my dad did. I I think my mom was worn out for me. That's probably why your dad liked you. Cuz yeah. I feel like I was a little shit and my grandpa loved me. Right. Like loved me. And um I was the only one that was like a little shit and would talk back to him. I was his favorite. I I was the his favorite till the day he died. I was his favorite. Well, my dad used to do crazy stuff when he was young, too. I mean, and I was like, wait, you're going to get mad at me, and you did this? Right. Because you told me the story that you were dragging on Main Street in Cedar, because my dad grew up in Cedar. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Some of the shit he used to do, and I'm like, and you're getting mad at me? Yeah, every time I go up to Springdale, they'll tell me about my mom and my uncles and everyone, like racing through Zion National Park back in the day because that's where my dad was born and raised and then my grandpa owned like the hotels and stuff up there and so my aunts and uncles would work there as children they all had the Novas and my mom had a Mustang my aunt had a Nova like they all had nice cars and they'd go racing through Zion National Park you know well I used to race through the gorge the gorge yeah I used to too I remember when I was like 16 and I was taking my Corolla down there, my Corona, for the first time, the guy always said, there was a guy in my car that taught me how to drive fast through the gorge. He always said, follow the line, the yellow line. So I'd always just follow it. Yeah. Well, the secret is when you're in the left lane and it cuts to the right, Mm -hmm. then you cut over to the right. You go with the curve. Oh, yeah. So, hopefully there's no cars to the right. So, you're not staying in your lane. Yeah. Anyway, I never stay in my lane. Neither did I. I raced for a pink slip to Miyagi, this guy, and he had an IROC Z. And, I mean, we were racing for titles. Wow. I would have given him my title. Gosh, you guys but were But he like... won. I mean, he lost, and he would not give me his title. I won. Do you remember that show, Cry Baby? With, um... With, yeah. What's his bucket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The teardrop? Yeah, the teardrop. <laughs> yeah. That's what your life reminds me of. Oh, literally. I've had a crazy wildlife. Yeah. But you know what? Um, being a little crazy, mm-hmm. it's worked for me. Yeah, for sure. It really is. We're still alive. A lot of people have died, though. Yeah. That were crazy. And a lot, yeah. I mean, I've lost a lot of people in my life, too. But um, my crazy, my level of crazy has worked. Because it is important, I think, for um, people to kind of step outside their element. Oh, for sure. Like, if you don't, if you can't step out of your element, how do you know what you might be good at or what you could succeed at if you can't step out Out of of your your element? Right. I agree with that. It's kind of scary, though, sometimes. And and life is scary. Life is very scary. But do you know what's scary for me? Huh. Is like... Having the same shit every day, day in and day out, and not, not like having a passion for life to experience new things. Yeah, I like to experience new things, but like vacation driving stuff like that. 
I'm all for the like. Maybe, I don't like the ocean though. I don't fuck with the ocean. Well, I because someone asked me if I was an adrenaline junkie, and I'm really not. No, I would never skydive. I would bu- skydive or bungee jump. I would never do either. I of would those. do both of them. Yeah, I wouldn't. But skydiving, I would definitely have a instructor with me because you know. Right. No, I wouldn't do any of that. And I'd have you do a background check on make sure <laughs> make sure he's okay before he jumps out of a plane with me. But I would absolutely do that. They have to jump out like so many times before they can get licensed yeah. to even do that. Yeah. That's why they're called instructors. Mm-hmm. But, but no. I would never do that. No, I think I think we take risk every day. Like in, you know. In life. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, life, relationships. Like, I'm taking a risk now. I am, too. <laughs> I know. because I'm it, taking a risk because of you. Because of me? Why? Why? Because you talked me into taking a risk. Oh, God. Yeah, but you know what? You and your homie. Me and my homie. I know. And now I'm taking a risk, and I am I know it's going to bite me in the ass. But. No, it, it only bites you in the ass if you allow it to. Yeah, I'm going to allow it to. Okay. Kind of sucks. Like, I'm like over here, but it's it's happening. And that's okay because, you know what? Even if that risk lasts, that you took, lasts for a month, two months, three months, a year, five years, whatever. There's something I got to learn from it. Yeah, and I mean, it's if it makes you happy, live in the moment. Right. So many people don't live in the moment and they're waiting for like the ball to drop. Right. Why? Right. Like make the ball not drop. Be in control of that ball. Right. You determine how it goes. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to be in control. Yeah. I am trying. I know. And I mean, we did have a little therapy session this weekend when I was at the cabin. Tanil sent me some messages and I was like, oh shit, I got to call her. <laughs> I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah. But yeah. But like, no, um, you never know how things, because some, sometimes like, um, I'm trying to decide how much I'm going to disclose, but like sometimes things are unconventional. Yeah. And that's okay because mm-hmm. people may not agree or be comfortable with un- unconventional, but mm-hmm. what, what you can do is allow that person to come to terms with it right like other people so like my mom made a comment about because my kids went and tattled on me you know with a a situation and my mom's like what and i'm like you know what i know this is like not normal ish like it's unconventional um but i'm gonna give you time to you know adjust to it because like i i still am I'm creating my boundaries is this is my life and I'm going to live my life how I want. Right. And I'm going to be happy. And whatever that looks like, I'm sorry, that's a them problem, not a me problem. Oh, Because no. nobody's in charge of my happiness. Right. Absolutely. So if your risk right now is making you happy, mm-hmm. that's what it's doing for you right now. Right. And so live in the moment. Enjoy the moment. Right. That's what I'm trying to do. Because I mean, we don't know the future. Nobody no. knows their future. Nobody else. Shit. We could be bombed tomorrow. Yeah. So just like live in the moment. Love yourself. Enjoy yourself. Yes. I agree. Yeah. If there's something that you guys want to do and do it. it's not harmful to yourself or others. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and do it. Do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've talked about 
going down tubing and doing 360s and snowshoeing and jumping off things into like ice banks and snow banks and yeah see i wouldn't do that because if i broke an arm or a limb i'd be out yeah same i went roller skating and almost fell and got whiplash well, that's why i won't ice skate yeah no but i will do some other things because it does bring me joy right you know but like the beach brings me joy um, other things bring me joy. But the thing is, is we need to be able to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. and bring happiness to ourselves. And if, <coughs> sorry, if you're not ready to do that with someone else, mm-hmm. do it for yourself. Right. Because you are your, your own partner. Like you are the one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Nobody's going to take care of you. No. I mean, not the way you could take care of you. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. I just think taking risks for me, lowering um, walls that I've had set up and I'm lowering them is kind of... Scary. Dairy, yeah. Yeah. Scary. We all have to do that. So, like, so I told this guy I'm a wall builder. I'm, like, a fucking wall builder. Like, if I don't feel safe or protected or whatever and I'm feeling uncomfortable, I will build a wall. And that's what we do for protection. Right. Well, so I'm like, I'm like Bob the Builder. Yeah, I'm like Bob. I'm yeah. I'm more than Bob. I'm building fucking high... Or who skyscrapers. Built skyscrapers. Who built Vegas? Right. I, that's what I am. But like you, it's, but it's you know what he to told me? Hmm. He's Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, so he will tear the shit down. Oh. And you know, one thing that I've really noticed, too, is like... Um, see, I need communication and if if I'm feeling if my energy is like different I don't need space I I need to talk it out and that's just me and knowing what you need mm-hmm. you know is um is going to help you achieve you're a things. good communicator though I'm not a good communicator yeah I mean I did go to school for that yeah communication well kind of <laughs> I mean that is the easiest degree to get but um, it's not my degree what is it uh, you got your master's in psychology, right? Yeah, clinical mental health. Clinical mental health. Yeah, so I have to communicate and analyze and then process and whatever. That's why we're friends. Yeah. Because you're trying you to know help me with my mental health. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Huh. We, we have this group chat for my trauma group, uh-huh. and one of the girls was like, man, I loved trauma group last night. I loved the questions Dana asked. Because I said, well, what did you love about it? And she's like, well, the questions you asked really got me thinking. And I said, well, what did it get you thinking about? And she's like, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And and it really changed my whole perspective and this and that. And, like, that I can be proud of myself with the things. My life isn't perfect, but how how many things she's achieved, you know, in the past year. Mm-hmm. And how proud of herself she was. And so then I said, <laughs> I said, well, I could be good sometimes, you know. And then everyone blows up chat. They're like, um, sometimes, ha, 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 ha. Not all the time. Because sometimes, like, I'm like, how am I their leader? Like, I'm probably, you know, like, you know. Traumatized just as much as them. Well, yeah, I just don't deal with Do you feel own. like kids these days have more trauma than us? I think kids these days talk about more trauma. They're way more open. Yeah, because when I was, um, when I was a kid, if you went to a therapist, you were, like, nuts. Yeah. And nowadays, like, you can't live your life without a therapist. Yeah. I started therapy when I was 12, and everybody talked shit about me being in therapy. But you know what? Honestly, and I'm not trying to bag on anybody, Mm -hmm. but um, I do feel like 
the generation these days, they don't have the tools to handle um, situations that come up because um, back when my kids were growing up, it was like a trophy, like everybody got a participation trophy. No, there's winners and there's fucking losers. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If you were a loser, try harder. Right. Like, not, okay, nobody's going like to win. second place was never first place. Well, it's, it's like we're not keeping score at this soccer game because we don't want to hurt the kids. No, bitch. Make them stronger. Make them yeah. work harder because I was just you have to know what it feels like to lose. All I, all I ever heard is, you're strong. You're strong. You can do this. You're strong. No, but like... If you don't know what it's like to lose, if you don't know what it's like to fail, mm-hmm. how can you know what it feels like to succeed? Right, exactly. Success isn't great if right. you don't know what failure feels like. Right. So no. Yeah. Like they need to feel what losing and being and failing. How many things in my life have I failed at? Right. And I said, like who was it? Um oh what's fucking what who's the richest dude in the world? Bill Gates? No. Not Bill Gates. Elon Musk? Nope. In the world? Wait, Warren Buffett. I mean, he's filthy fucking rich. I mean, he's in Who's Warren Buffett? That's why you're where you're at. I swear. Anyway, he, you, you can Google Warren Buffett and find his net worth, okay? But anyway, um, so he will never invest in a company or a person if they have not failed at a business before. You want to know why? Why? Because... He, he believes that to know failure is to know success, and then you change those things that you failed at to be successful. Dude, he's worth $113.8 billion. Bam! And he's 92 years old. Yeah, and it's a shame you don't know who will who Warren I've Buffett heard is. The name. But you know who Kim Kardashian is. Hell yeah. That tells you. What's her net worth? Probably a billion. Not. Yeah, she's a billionaire for sure. Well, let's see. Let's see. Pull it up. Kim Kardashian. 42 years old, 1.2 billion. Okay, 1.2 billion. What was Warren Buffett? 118.8 or 100 and something point eight. Billion. Billion. There you yeah, go. Yeah, no. But still, Kim, come on. Hey, She's I'm not saying years it's old worth a billion dollars. I'm not saying that's bad. That's amazing. I'm just saying crazy that you know who Kim Kardashian is, but you don't know who Warren Buffett is. Right. It's all right. It's all right. We all have our own levels. Warren Buffett's a little old for me. It's okay. He's successful. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 92 still kicking and making money. Okay. Right. Yeah, for sure. I'll take that. Yeah, he's amazing. So, I wish I had that kind of brain. Yeah. Well, yep. Yep. So, what? That's what separates some people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway. <coughs> Gosh, my throat. Switch. I'm sorry. You're fine. My throat's hurting too. So tell me, um, what do you want to leave everybody with today? Um, I think everybody that wants to take or learn about self-esteem should read that book I talked about. The what six, is it called? The again? Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. That helped me out a ton. I like that. I really, I love that. My my counselor made me read that years ago. Good. Because I was struggling with self-esteem. And so he made me read it. And I was like, wow, like it made so much sense why my grandpa and my uncles are all so wealthy. And I'm over here like, hey, hi. Yeah. 
give me money. But you know what, though? Because um, self-esteem is really important because self-esteem flows into every aspect of our life. Right. In work, mm-hmm. in relationships, everything. Right. And so, um, you know, I mean, some people have high self-esteem. Some people have low self-esteem. But what works for you? What, you know, what do you want to, you know, where do you want to be with that? Me? It, no, like oh. in general. Yeah. I want to have high self-esteem. Yeah, so you got to start I want to take yourself. chances in life. I take chances all the time. Yeah. I'm like, what do I got to lose? I'm taking a chance right now. I, I'm taking a chance right now. Yeah. Normally, I would be like, Psh, goodbye. But you're taking a chance in life, which is great. Yeah. And Maybe so are not. you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all are. I'm setting up myself for failure. <laughs> just kidding. Take that back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, well, I mean, it's true. Mind over matter. So Mind if you think you're going to fail, you're going to fail. No, I'm not going to. I mean, I'm, I don't know. We'll talk about this next episode. Scary. Yeah. But, um, no, I think everybody should, um, you know, I mean, take the amount of risk that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Absolutely. Some will pay off, some won't. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay if it doesn't pay off. Yeah. Like, you know. I, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. I'm fine. I just don't like to be hurt or to feel feelings. Well, nobody does, but. Yeah, I like to be numb. Maybe I should start smoking weed. I haven't, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Does that numb you? Um, I don't know. I don't smoke weed. I I I don't smoke weed but either. you know but I I would never encourage The reason why I don't smoke weed is cuz it gives me panic attacks. Okay, well I I would never encourage someone to um start um a drug regimen. Uh-huh. That numbs them. Numbs. Really? Yeah. Damn, all my doctors my whole life have given me shit to numb okay, me. But there there is there's a difference with taking something to help in a situation until you can learn the skills. Right, yeah. But to just start, like, you know, doing drugs or drinking to numb your emotions right. and feelings without dealing with them is only catastrophic later. It causes bigger problems later. So you might as well deal with the emotions and feelings now. I agree with that. And you know what? Anytime I have a problem, I don't drink or any... Well, I've never done drugs, but I don't drink or anything like that. Um, because I know it will make it worse once I get sober and I know I'll make stupid decisions when I'm drunk. So I never drink good. when I'm, when I'm sad. See, there you go. I learned that when my brother died. Well, good. Cause I did lots of shitty things. All right. <sighs> we all do. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes us human. Yeah. But I hope you guys can take away from either, you know, you know, nobody copy, copy my funeral plans oh yeah or mine yeah just seriously. be there yeah just you're all invited be there for the party that happens yeah but anyway um thank you all for joining maybe i'll us. give away gucci bags at my oh, at my gosh. funeral too of course for red bottoms red bottoms gucci it's bags okay but for, hey um, if anybody knows baby face that's seriously one of my dying wishes i love that guy okay well party I hope favors that's what i was party looking favors. for gucci bags for party uh, favors i just want favorite. high fives i want high fives that's Give all a, break her fucking arm off and get a gucci bag at mine okay well everybody have a fabulous day fabulous week and we'll see y'all later stay beautiful bye bye